hit, 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 here we go. We're the podcast of the hour. You know our name? Clicking on crap and feeling the pain. The headlines get tweeted in frequent bursts. If you read them, it's gonna hurt. Destroy all. Click bait. He's the editor. You know him well. He's finally back to kick some tail. He's bigger, faster, and Canadian too. The first member of the clickbait crew. Adam, boom, boom, Adam Kong. Hey, Adam. Adam Kong is here. He has no style. He has no hair. This host once ate a bear. He knows a lot about clowns for just because... Got kicked out of the mall for fighting Santa Claus. Banned from Ikea and Bed Bath and Beyond, this crazy host just digs this song. Hey, Ing! Ing! Destroy all clickbait is here. He's back again, and about time too. And this time, he's in the mood. He knows his pulp, swords and jetpacks, with his own podcast, he's one of Jack. He can make you smile when you hear his tune, but clickbait beware, cause he's after you. Phil! Phil Kong! <laughs> destroy all! Clickbait! Destroy all! Clickbait! Please make me stop. <laughs> Please stop it. No, no, that's that was going to be the entire show. It was going to keep going and going and going. That was the whole plan. And I'm not doing another take. No, no, no that was he, good. that's fine. That's okay. You, the people in Twitch are sitting there going, "What am I listening to right now?" <laughs> that's that's a special treat for all of you listening to, on the live stream right now. Hello, welcome to Destroy All Clickbait, which is the show where we find the dredges of the internet and all the most desperate things online and make fun of it uh that was uh, the the that was mc ing doing the uh the donkey kong rap apparently uh to, as the lead-in and i'm adam with us uh this week is uh phil hello uh hello and uh yeah so uh it's been as it always is an eventful uh couple of i'm sorry just that there's people who clearly enjoyed your rapping there are people listening on the Twitch stream having having a blast that's gonna be a that's a one time although i you know what I, i'm gonna weigh whether that or your uh, your anime intro was better because oh, that was God. pretty good uh what was I the just, anime i gotta one? give it yeah the, the the subs not dubs oh okay hello yeah you know otaku clickbait otaku click taku click taku that's what we call them anyway but yeah, so there was. Uh, so what? Uh, what? What shall we talk? Since we we were just talking about it, let's go into the uh, the uh, superhero movies need to shut up and die and go to hell. Uh, let's do that one, since we're all sort of rare at bursting at the seams to to talk about yeah, this one. Yeah, this well, was getting... a bad one. Sorry, go on. It, yeah, this it is, is from. Which, is, which means this yeah. is from Splinter by Hamilton Nolan. Okay. Uh, oh, title. I get it. It's it's Christopher Nolan's brother or something, so he, he's pissed off. Yeah. Wait, is it really? He's angry as no, no, I'm no. joking. Because he does have a brother. By I the way. didn't know. Um, anyway, the title of it yeah. is "Here's a Comet for All the Superhero Movies." Go to hell! 
and don't come back. You're making everyone boring. You're certainly making this article boring. And for some reason, he's got a picture of the Marvel Universe, and for some reason, of all the people, it's uh, uh, Black Widow screaming, enough. I don't know why she specifically gets to say, enough! Anyway, but this is an article uh, very, very much the, uh, what's the word? The uh, perfect uh, ideal of click, the platonic ideal of clickbait. Uh, because it is very much just trying to enrage and uh, gain gain clicks. Um, it's not well thought out. It's just va- basically going, Hey, fanboys, you suck because you like superhero movies. No, and- no, no, this is my favorite quote. None of these superheroes are even real. It's all made up garbage. <laughs> no kidding. I love that there's a whole article that's the equivalent of the trolling ones like going to wrestling. It's all scripted. <laughs> uh, I mean... That actually reminds me. I have a confession. Um, uh, I did. I had briefly gone to sites like uh, the Porn Tube and U Hub like okay. that and made. An account specifically called like WrestleFan69 or something, and just left <laughs> comments on as many videos as I could titled It's All Scripted. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the best use I could possibly think of of porn tube. <laughs> Those people aren't even really having sex. Oh, wait, yes, they are. It's all made up. That's not. She's not really a teacher. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> oh, um, that guy isn't isn't here to fix the pipes. That's not what he's here for. I remember a comedian saying, uh, I forget who, but he said, uh, I think that some of those people in those movies don't really love each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! One of them had that. I worry that pornography is giving our children an unrealistic view of how quickly a pizza will be delivered. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it was how no wait, was it how quickly pizza would be delivered or uh how reliable a contractor will be to show up? <laughs> no, I think it was pizza. Yeah. I think that's what it was. <laughs> wow, we took a we took a turn right under the gate here. But yes, the 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 idea that this uh this person has about superheroes is um he keeps saying, Why another superhero movie? Why, uh you know, why Why are we doomed to watch superhero movies? Oh, why can't we wa- have another movie? And I'm like, I've got news for you, Hamilton. There's maybe... Uh, 2018 had a lot of superhero movies. That means there were, like, six superhero movies yeah. out of 300. Like, that's the part that bothers me right out of the gate of this one. Because he's he's literally going, well, why can't we see this? And then... Oh, yeah, we'll all the movies... Yeah, we'll get to the, the specifics, but... All the mo- none of the movies he describes, except maybe one, would actually require a budget. Like but you could look, just yeah. make these. All superhero movies are the same. Uh-huh. That's what he says. What right. do I have against them? I have a brain. They're all the same. Yeah. There's a superhero. They have a challenge. There's a villain. In the end, they beat the villain. Blah blah blah. Uh huh. <laughs> You know what I, mean, I have against movies? With that. Three act one, structure. 
Yes, yeah. exactly. Also, exactly. also one ahead, of the, the main picture here is from Infinity War where, spoilers, they don't actually win, <laughs> so. <laughs> Thank you, I didn't even realize that one. <laughs> wow, I didn't even consider that. Oh my god. And, and that that's the thing, it's like, before superheroes got big, it was like people screaming while flinging dirt at zombies like that was the thing we we got all the time and or like, like in what was it the that time in hollywood where pretty much all they made were fucking westerns right yeah. exactly there or like there in the 90s like... it was all like pulp fiction ripoffs that didn't get you know yeah <laughs> yeah well, the, yeah, in the 90s, it was you had a choice between a Pulp Fiction ripoff where everyone was chatting and between occasionally shooting each other, or you could have, like, Bad Boys 2. Those were the oh, yeah. only two options, basically. <laughs> like, a giant, lavish movie that had... And boy, you want to talk formulaic. I think, as, you know, whatever you want to criticize about superhero movies, 90s movies, because I came up in the 90s, and I remember, as bad as... As much as people complain about... <clears throat> Uh, you know, blockbusters these days. The '90s blockbusters were worse. They were literally being cranked out of a factory, like their scripts. They had absolutely the most rote formulas in the world. The Michael Bay stuff, you know, stuff like Armageddon. Armageddon had something like 42 writers, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, and that <laughs> you have that many writers, it doesn't give you all the best stuff. It gives you generic mush. Um, what else? Men in Black. Well, was I mean, like a that year there were air. two um, comet or meteor strikes the Earth movies or whatever. Yeah, right. That's right. Deep. Yes, yeah, so they kept going to that. You know, there were Godzilla two movies in the same year of people get inadvisably close to tornado. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. There are upwards and... of three diehards. <laughs> that's right, and and. Not only were there two Liam Neeson's were... daughter keeps getting kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And and I mean, what about everything that happened after 300, where it was all these like pseudo historical slow mo again, people screaming in slow mo as dirt was flown at the camera, ah! which was kind of and the the ironic thing is that was kind of coming out of Lord of the Rings in some way, like that was the aesthetic from Lord of the Rings. It's a very different movie, but that kind of became the go-to aesthetic in the 2000, the Bush era, basically. Uh, and then superheroes came in and that became, which they existed before that, but that, they really came in when it was the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But anyway, the great part about this article is, and I legitimately can't tell if he's joking or not. Well, I mean, he starts, he starts to say, here are some ideas for movies. Why not? Why another superhero movie? Why not a movie about a baker who's famous for making the best bread in town until a competing baker with a dark secret opens up right next door? Why not a movie about the people who work in a cell phone store and their surprisingly complex personal Oh my god, lives? yeah, that's another thing we need. Another fucking clerk's ripoff. <laughs> Why not a movie about a dog that digs up a dead body and treks into the middle of a child's birthday party? That sounds... I'm... Yeah, that riveting. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's... Isn't that like one of the National Lampoon vacation movies, basically? Well, it or can't be there... the whole plot. I... <laughs> 
No, it's not. That, well, that can't be a plot in and of itself. But I'm I'm almost positive I've seen some variation on that gag in like three or four different movies. So they're not even. He's not even coming. And then why don't a movie about hot air balloonists stranded in the Sahara? You change it with a plane instead of a hot air balloon, and you've basically got uh, Flight of the Phoenix. Uh, like they're they're not original ideas. Wait, wait, wait! But we no, literally... this is an original one. A prison escape by two people. But they're chained together. <laughs> together by a sadistic The guard. Defiant Ones. That was made in the 50s or 60s or whatever. Uh, what is his point? What about what a he... motorcycle that learns to speak due to magical realism? Magical realism! Heat Vision what and Jack. He... I know. It's like, it's, it's, he's acting like, oh, there's all these ideas that Hollywood will only make, uh, only make superhero movies. I don't know if you were paying attention. They just announced the the Oscars today. Um, and some of the movies were, you know, from 2008 were acknowledged and some of them weren't. They made a movie, I won't spoil it by saying which one, that ends with uh, horse-human hybrids revolting. Uh, they made a movie about... Man, um, Black Klansman really wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> no, it was... Not, it took not a real that turn far off, but act. yeah, it was... The previous Academy Award winner was about a woman's romance with a creature from the Black Lagoon. Yes, exactly. Thank you. We're not hard up for movies any with both quote grown-up movies and movies with weird premises that are original. You know, there's there's not really a shortage of that. We've got a movie. Oh my god! No, we need more adult movies because we need more middle-aged men crying because their dick doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, the cliche. Oh, yeah. Uh, why not know. a movie about a homeless former exterminator? Where did that come or a teacher from? And again, at a clown that's school. naked. The, okay, the that homeless one. Former exterminator. Oh, yes, yeah. Okay, you would like oh, that one. Yeah. That one I might be into. A lot of them are movies that either exist or are pretty close to movies that exist. You could even say a homeless former exterminator that's naked lunch, believe it or not. Or it's and such a vague idea that it's like, okay, just isn't a plot. This isn't even the start yeah. of a plot. This isn't even the sketch of a plot. What is the actual conflict or what journey do we go through to get there? Because you're not even at premise yet. A homeless former exterminator? Okay. What do we have other than that this is a guy either living in his car or living in a cardboard box or something? Does he go on... Right. Does Is he, like, losing his mind due to being homeless and now is going through, like, a fucking Joe's Apartment-esque series of hallucinations where the cockroaches and that that he used to kill for money are now talking to him in, like, a very <laughs> surreal, uh, Jungian Jiminy Cricket sort of way. I, Shit, it, we may have just come up with an idea for a movie. Yeah, but that's something you need to add to more of yeah. them. Like, the teacher at this clown school, what happens there? Do they secretly hate clowns? Do... They secretly not wear makeup and were actually born a clown and resent people <laughs> wearing clown face. Is there an illicit affair with another clown? Oh, wow. Okay, there you go. <laughs> now we're getting close to um, uh, the Bobcat Goldthwait movie, uh, Bonker. What was it? Bonkers the Clown? Shakes the Clown. That's it. It's called Shakes the Clown. Yes, it's actually pretty good. Bobcat Goldthwait's pretty good. Anyway, uh, as a director, I mean. But yes, oh, so those do exist. There, there's the also way... a bit where uh, the the author of this piece also goes on a about, motorcycle uh... that speaks. We have like fifteen fucking horrible Transformers movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the latest I mean, one was actually like good. That... 
the um, yeah. Bumblebee. I like that yes. one. Yes. Okay. Bum- yeah, we have right. 15 no, bad two. ones and Bumblebee. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's the, the, uh, the, that's the thing. Like, the thing about the superhero aesthetic and, the, and superhero movies is that there actually is, and like with Marvel, for instance, there's actually quite a broad range of things you can do. Like, Into the Spider-Verse and Aquaman are both in theaters. They're actually pretty radically different. Yep. Like, if you had if you had taken off the name Aquaman and made it about Water Guy or, you know, th- the guy from the water, like, not overtly referred to him as a superhero at all, you wouldn't think of that as a superhero movie. You would just say it's a big epic fantasy movie that happens to be set underwater for a lot of the time, basically. And Into the Spider-Verse, again, if you took out Spider-Man, it's, well, you can't take out Spider-Man from that, but it's it's completely different kind of movie. And Black Panther's yet a third kind of movie, although... I guess there are some plot similarities between Black Panther and Aquaman in some ways, uh, but you know they're but they're like quite Deadpool different. also Deadpool two also came out this year and that comparing that to like Black Panther, Jesus, that... yeah, Jesus was that this year? Yeah, wow, two thousand eighteen really was a long year. Holy crap! Uh, yeah, so so it's it's actually and you know it's something like Ant Man or Doctor Strange or whatever like those aren't the same kind of movies at all, other than they fit into the gen- general plot structure of hollywood there's yes, going to be that... kind of like an action sort of setup right. and plot there it's not going to be a biopic there we're no. not going to do an iron man movie that's basically just the aviator but it's tony stark <laughs> although yeah. that that sounds actually kind of good but uh <laughs> yeah well I... <laughs> I was earlier pitching uh, that the, the, you could make a Luke Skywalker prequel work if you wanted to, because it would just basically be American graffiti, but on a on another planet in the desert. Um, but it would have to be a completely different genre from the other Star Wars movies, essentially, because uh, there's no stakes but, at all. Okay, so he, Luke Skywalker prequel. here's a good question, and this is a serious one. Uh-huh. What's the difference between any of these comic book inspired movies and fast and the furious other than the costumes and aliases uh, that's exactly it there's not a huge difference between these movies or um you know it's to some degree something like harry potter is not yeah. that different from a superhero movie it's just that they're wizards instead of superheroes basically or um and and i actually i feel like this is like the third generation garbled version of this idea but we do get i can actually agree that there's too much of a hollywood formula in a lot of the cases but that's got nothing to do with superheroes specifically that's to do with just the way hollywood puts everything into the same basic structure and hits some of the same beats and wants to play it safe all the time but it again as i said pre-2008 you had all the same problems it just wasn't happening with superheroes specifically all the time and my favorite part <laughs> is where they end a sentence, the person writing this goes, there's plenty of ideas out there just waiting to be featured on the big screen, but we'll never get to see them because the money is all going to produce a $647 million version of when the Silver Surfer meets the Riddler in space. And (laughs) of course it's not. Again, there's tons of other movies coming out. You can't complain. If your complaint is nobody makes movies other than superhero movies, there's like six superhero movies this year. There's lots of other movies. One Exactly one of them got nominated for an Oscar. All the other ones are better than your shitty ideas that you came up with in one paragraph. Anyway. 
Uh, there's also a part Just where he goes off on uh, a colleague who uh, was hired by Deadspin, and all he talks about is the Avengers. This is what I'm subjected to in the workplace environment. That's that's weird. Well, yeah, I mean, if you, I granted, I guess if you have a coworker who won't shut up about something, it's annoying. But oh that's not God. our problem, dude. You don't. We don't all get op eds to complain about. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, okay. One, here's the thing. This person, because I clicked through to the rest of the stuff, they're not a media writer. Like, this is the only thing they write that it's about pop culture or media or art in any way. Mm -hmm. And here's one comment that they put there. I talked to several development psychologists for this story. All agreed that these sort of fantasy movies are a dangerous barrier to maturity. Perhaps you should heed their warning. That was a reply he gave to somebody who commented on the story. What? Yeah. And also, hey, I have to call out bullshit because if you actually did that, why isn't it listed in the fucking article when you're talking yeah! about how horrible this is? That's a pretty major uh, finding there, buddy, to bury in the comments section. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> but the rando puppet Chris's comment of, yes, fantasy is terrible. We should only make films about doing taxes. Yeah, That's not a bad that... point in firing back at this. Of their greater yeah. point of dude, just fucking chill. <laughs> One guy goes, uh, I also talked to several development psychologists, developmental psychologists, and they all agreed that taking Hamilton Nolan seriously about anything is a huge barrier to maturity. Uh, <laughs> and Can I say the uh, John what? Rogers quote about uh, Lord of the Rings? What's that? Anybody? Oh, oh, oh uh, yeah. There are two Don't novels that can change a bookish 14-year-old's life. Lord of the Rings and Atlas Shrugged. One is a fantasy about... in. That, that often engenders a lifelong obsession with its unbelievable heroes, leading to an emotionally stunted, socially crippled adulthood, unable to deal with the real world. The other, of course, involves orcs. By the time he moves on to the comments, he's not even talking about superheroes. He just says fantasy movies are bad. So now, like, is what's your point? He's kind so of like, fantasy? most of his stuff is like writing about, uh, here's the thing, uh, fear robots, not immigrants. Union needs to... Admit their most important failure. The full-time work of freeing people from Louisiana's horrible criminal justice system. It, It's baffling that... Why are you even commenting on this? This isn't your yeah. wheelhouse. Really, this seems like a rather petulant thing to basically bitch at a co-worker. Uh-huh. And you know what it is? It's that little thing we call clickbait. Uh, I think that definitely feels like this is a guy who's been doing uh, serious journalism and he doesn't get the clicks and he's frustrated, so he decided to explode. <laughs> and I'm sure he's sincere in his feelings, but it was just like, oh yeah, I can write an article that'll get the internet hating me, but I'll get all those sweet, sweet clicks, basically. Oh god, have you read um, the ending to this article? If you know any movie studio executives, please print out this blog post, wrap it around a Molotov cocktail, and throw it through the grand picture window in their Beverly Hills home. As the flames spread across their modern art and Scandinavian furniture, the distressed movie maker will cry out for help. But they need not despair. I'm sure Spider-Man will be here at any moment. At least that's what I've been led to believe. What the hell? So did James Jonah Jameson write this? Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my God, you're right. It's J. Jonah Jameson's website. He's writing clickbait articles about Spider-Man threat or menace. <laughs> no, no, no. But here's the thing, because as a, a bunch of the comics and the most recent Spider-Man game pointed out, JJ can make a coherent point, an <laughs> argument for why he thinks Spider-Man is a menace. Uh-huh. Like, we actually briefly considered a video there that was talking about uh, James, that James Jonah Jameson should be viewed as a hero, and it was basically, uh, we thought it might be clickbait, but it made enough basically good points that, it, no, it was too well done to be considered, but they basically said, from the audience's omniscient point of view, they know Spider-Man's a hero, sure, but from an outsider where it's just somebody in a mask there, Jameson's argument is actually a pretty valid one. Right. At all, yes. Like it's incorrect, but it's not unsound. Right. This is exactly. just basically yelling, like, turning to your left at the coworker and going, "This is what you sound like, Dennis." Yeah, that's right. But I can't you know, get over you know this Molotov com- cocktail thing because it's like you're talking yeah. about uh, destroying somebody's home and maybe you know. <laughs> killing somebody because you don't like superhero movies i mean to that's... prove to them I... that spider-man doesn't exist yeah he keeps going back to that idea that by the way superheroes don't exist there are I no heroes like... oh, in God, this the... world no the we ben actually Shapiro. have to correct this this is a lex luther op-ed you know well you know who i was thinking of i as a comic book character who wrote this was um it's a little obscure but Livewire. You know, oh, yeah, you know yeah. live wire yeah, the yeah. series. And she was she was trolling Superman on her radio show all the time. That and she was doing it to troll too. She wasn't like J. Jonah Jameson where she was acting out of conviction. She was doing it to just like get under Superman's skin, basically. And for that was her the whole hate point. clicks. Yeah, exactly. So that's a hundred percent what what you could call this, basically. But he it has to be said, there's a long history of writing articles where someone goes uh, you know, well, let somebody strap down those movie executives and uh, force them to watch five hours of this movie that I didn't like. Like, there's there's a lot of articles that actually pr- that encourage violence against studio executives. Yeah, like, that is actually you're taking this more seriously than the immature nerds. <laughs> That's right. Oh, this also reminds me of the whole superheroes aren't real thing. Remember when Ben Shapiro was responding to an article about how important Black Panther was, and he said, Wakanda isn't real. And somebody found quotes of him talking about Game of Thrones houses and things. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, that joke I made about going on to porn and uh, treating the people enjoying that like uh, rude people did for wrestling fans, that was surprisingly far more on topic than I thought it was. Just going around to a bunch of people who are just enjoying, you know, is suspending their disbelief and going along with key fab right. and going through, look at you fucking idiots, how gullible can you be? That's not even like a serious misquoting of their thing because there's literally the right. quote, way to be a pawn in a game of marketing metrics. Great job, idiots! Yeah, unlike me, who never buys anything. No, no, but uh, this I wanted to draw attention to. Marketing metrics means that they look at pretty much trying to figure out what people want and give it to them. Mm -hmm. If the marketing is doing their job, of course people will want to see those things. Because they did their research in that. You can't exactly... 
be a pawn. It it doesn't make sense saying that you're at a pawn there. Ah, you're being manipulated by this person giving you what you want. Isn't it amazing how marketing works on everyone except me? Yeah, right. <laughs> Hold on. Here, here's a quote because this one confuses me. All we can do is to spread the word that comic book movies are such an embarrassing signal of a sick and dying culture that maybe these people will go back to watching sports, a.k.a. doing their actual jobs, which your tax dollars pay for. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, wait, yeah, what? Who, what? Who is, who is being paid by tax dollars to go and watch so, sports? I, I, what? Let's I want to dissect this first one because there's such a few things in there. One, there's a ton of toxic masculinity from the watching yeah. sports things. Because it's like, you fucking nerves, you know, you pansies. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not sure where the tax dollars come into it. Yeah, the other the thing is that they then change it to comic book movies, which was pointed out by a friend of mine. There's a fucking ton of movies that are based on comics that people don't realize it. You know what's a comic book movie? Death of Stalin! And Ghost World and <laughs> yep. Road, Road to, to Perdition. Perdition. Yeah. yeah, Ghost yeah, World, Word of Perdition, 300. Yeah. American Splendor. Const Constantine, yes. Also, oh, this one lists Hellboy as a superhero, which, I mean, maybe technically, but I don't know. I'd, I'd almost count him as a superhero. If if Hellboy existed in the Marvel Universe, I would call him a superhero. Which is a funny point about superheroes. That there are characters who are sort of superheroes because they're in the Marvel Universe, but if they weren't, you wouldn't call them superheroes. Like the Punisher. <laughs> my, yeah, exactly. Or my favorite being Howard the Duck. Yeah. Because he's kind of, he's technically sort of, or Ghost Rider. You know, they're, they're technically Swamp Thing. Are they superheroes or are they not just... Is it because they live in a superhero universe oh, that makes them superheroes? The movie I was thinking anyway. about was Sullivan's Travels, a Preston Sturgeon movie from the 40s. Um, I've heard of that, yeah. It's about a, a filmmaker who wants to make a really important movie called Oh Brother, mm -hmm. Where Art Thou? That's where they got the title yes. for that from. And mm -hmm. um, so yes. he goes on a journey of discovery and whatnot, and he finds out that people just want to laugh, so he continues right. making comedies. Right, yes. Is that yeah, press people, yeah, yeah, people exactly. need to uh the the message is basically sometimes people just need to relax and get their mind right. off the hor the horribleness the right? of the world. Sorry? Exactly. Is that that's set during the depression? Yeah. Right? That movie? I think yeah, so. Exactly. Yeah. Which it, interestingly it, was also an uh the plot of an episode of Rocco's Modern Life, which I'm <laughs> sure was inspired by that. There you go. So you got a exactly. Cohen Brothers and Rock and Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life. Well, I would... Okay, so I would like, based... Uh, if if your response to everything is, you guys know it's not real, I would... So, so I'm now challenging you and any listeners to burst into a discussion about, like, economics or politics and just go, guys, it isn't real. Money isn't real. People just made that up. And it would be equally true. So, <laughs> so I challenge you to do that. Anyway, let's move on to another uh, another article because that we yeah yeah read, this is, that was I think we that was a pretty short article. Worth. Yeah, that's a short article, but there's a lot of rage. Anyway, yeah. uh, that one's um, just more of weird and confusing and blatantly uh, baiting. And okay, you got what you wanted, but mm -hmm. 
It's the sort cost? of thing. I'm trying to think of how to phrase this idea, but pretty much what I'm getting at is there is that you can get like a laugh if you drop your pants, but the uh-huh. difference is that a clown knows that they're a clown. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. That if you come off as unlikable and just a jerk, and it's like, yes, I got the response I wanted, I manipulated these fools, it's like, yeah, but people don't like you. Mm -hmm. It... It's not actually an accomplishment. It's like, okay, a wrestling heel knows they're a heel, and that's a role they play. You don't have that area, that buffer zone of character to separate to that. That's just people genuinely disliking you. Yeah, and you know what's kind of horrifying is an awful lot of our culture seems to be based on that right now. It's just like, how much... Can I? How far can I ride everyone's hatred and approbation? As long as I ride it far enough, I'll be okay. Yeah, getting I, people, people to base dis- their political philosophy on triggering the libs or whatever. Yeah, exactly. But getting exactly. people to dislike you or get angry at your take is really easy because you just have to write it aggressively and without concern for people's feelings, and intentionally mm-hmm. write things you know will upset them. It's right. This article isn't actually written to be convincing to anyone. Right. And again, yeah. that's why it's on our fucking show, but that's right. not <laughs> an accomplishment. It's not a skill. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, okay, you tricked people into thinking you pooped your pants by actually pooping your pants. Right. Like, that's okay, right. you got us. You're the one sitting in your own filth, though. Mm-hmm. Speaking yeah, of uh, people absolutely shitting themselves, oh, okay. gamer rate. Let's go on to a positive story. Gamer raises thirty four hundred thousand dollars for trans youth during Donkey yes. Kong Twitch stream. Yes, perhaps you've heard about this. <laughs> perhaps you might have the... heard this referenced in my opening crap. It's why it's a Donkey Kong themed show. Uh, have either of you actually watched Donkey. any of the? Did either of you, you watch know, any I did, of the stream? I actually did I, not make it. Oh, yes. I watched you know a bit of it. You know what's funny? Be- uh, yeah. It was very good. Uh, he spent, apparently, uh, I watched some of it, but five hours uh, trying to beat a mini game called Beaver Bother. Where you try <laughs> yes. to herd beavers into that, a hole. Yes. And uh, uh, people were tweeting at Graham Linehan, you know, how do you beat Beaver Bother? <laughs> okay, so wait, wait, now, first we have to go back there? and explain. Let me uh, read out. Uh, yes. The article that we're specifically citing here is from The Advocate by Jacob Ogles. Uh, basically a popular UK streamer by the handle of H Bomber Guy. He's, raised... a, he's also on YouTube. He does sort of political Oh, sorry, content. YouTube. Yeah. No, no, he's on Twitch as well. Played 57 hours of Donkey Kong 64 as a charity marathon. Proceeds will go to Mermaids, a group that supports trans and gender non-conforming young people. The charity Mermaids was chosen because Graham Linehan, a comedy writer in the UK who did uh, ID Crowd, Black's Books, Father Ted, and a couple other things... But you nowadays probably know him from being very angry <laughs> that trans people exist yep. because it's uh-huh. all he does of tweets about it. And yeah. he made an effort to get 
that charity to lose a funding stream from the National Lottery of the UK, and in response, each bomber guy basically said, okay, so we're doing a... We're going to try to make that up with this absurd Twitch charity thing, and everybody thank him for drawing attention to this charity. And it's done yeah. intentionally to spite him, because seriously, <laughs> fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with that guy, that he has to keep going on and on and on about it. Well, uh, the, it is, the, the it going is... theory is that uh, there was an episode of the IT crowd where uh, right, there's right. A, somebody beats up a trans woman and it's played as comedy. And apparently got right. called out on that, and he just can't let it go. Yeah, yeah. Like, it he was, could have just said, yeah, my of... bad, sorry, but yeah, he just... Yeah. And now he's too far into it that he can't see anything but else, like... To literally never tweet about anything else, and he's a noted comedy writer and famous person in, in the uk and literally that's all he does anymore yep. you're just like what what is why would that be the focus yeah, uh, of your attention there's a difference from normal people between doubling down on a bad take which is an instinct everyone has and part of fucking maturity is learning not to do that and to take one on the chin mm -hmm. which he should be able to do because this guy's far older than me and there's a difference between just having <laughs> like losing your temper at something like that or acting out of ego and conspiring to hurt a charity yeah jeez yes. and and but i know that just he's been going even before that charity happened just it was his obsession it was so bizarre that it was all he ever tweeted about yeah and as you say yeah there was that one episode of the, the it crowd it's like boy just nobody like there's an episode of the IT crowd where a guy jumps out the window. Can we make him jump out a window? But, you know, <laughs> by tweeting about how that was a terrible joke and it didn't work. I mean, like, I actually, yeah, I it, it is weird because he, he's made doubling down his entire identity. Yeah. Yeah. I actually want to do a comparison between him and another comedy writer, Bill Corbett, most well known for right. his work on mystery science theater, where he had made uh, a joke on Twitter uh, that basically is, and basically got some pushback because uh, he... And the T-slur, I think. Yeah, he used the T-slur there, and he actually listened to the people and wound up apologizing and saying, yeah, okay, that's fair. That's something mm -hmm. I didn't even know that term was offensive, pretty much. Thank you for the correction there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he seems to be, uh, Corbett seems to be a good guy from what I've seen. Yeah, I mean, that's a fucking mature <laughs> way to handle people not taking your joke well. Right. Uh, and... It also came up because we had a uh, related thing. Chris Rock was fucking whining that, oh, you can't make jokes anymore because yeah. the audience doesn't like stuff that's not politically correct. And was rightfully yeah. pointed out by some people, your, why is comedian the only jo uh, job? Where you can fucking complain and blame the audience for you sucking at it. Because your job is to make people laugh. If you're not, if you're not following what their tastes and trends are, you're not doing yeah. your job well and fucking blaming the audience is not... Yeah, yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's, it's tied into this whole... No, I've got to say... Like, I can see how... <clears throat> You go back about three or four steps in the process and you go, okay, yes, your job is to speak 
you know, bold truths that will shake up the status quo. I'm making but, a rude hand gesture, but go on. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody pointed out, it's like, somebody did a, uh, did, was making a joke about how, like, if, what, imagine if Morpheus in The Matrix was like, imagine Neo, what if everything you believe right now is true except like amped up by a thousand because that's the secret because it's like you're not you're not shaking up the status quo you're just agreeing with it and doubling down on it uh you know you're you're getting reactionary about it you're getting a little more you're saying as they say the loud part quiet but you're not actually challenging the status quo in any way shape or form and yet you've convinced yourself that you're this bold truth teller. And I guess they come, like, it just shows that some people are doing it, well, to troll, basically, to say, yeah, oh, I love that gasp and ooh and shudder that I get when I say something naughty. And it's really easy to get that with people on the left because they care about things mm -hmm. than it is with people on the right. It used to be easier to do this to people on the right in some ways because they were all, you know, there were the sort of respectable suit and tie wearing you know proper upper actual yeah just mention sex were... and they'll be offended exactly no but yeah the oh yeah well there's also uh i, I guess it's inevitable that this would come up but uh did you actually listen to the louis ck's little no like, that man's dead audio? to me sorry i didn't bother to listen to oh, okay what did he... i mean well I think he we mocks all know yeah he general... mocks uh people who want to use pronouns or you know people talking about their pronouns yeah. and he, of course the uh the biggest the most power yeah the most powerful people in our society Asians. shooting school shooting victims yeah it's like exactly. you're not speaking truth and, to power I mean, you're just shitting on people who've been shot yeah at. here's the thing yeah. it's like so many stand-up comics like lewis fucking ck there is like oh great i i'm so glad that we have a profession to enrich people who were high school bullies <clears throat> yeah because that's pretty much yeah what you are there it, you know right. what i'm gonna say it again clowns at least fucking know they're clowns stand-up <laughs> comics and it has been seriously irking me for a while how fucking seriously these comedians take themselves like oh we're speaking yeah. great troops you tell jokes potentially mm -hmm. yes that could tell great jokes but no you don't have a fucking serious job. You're not fucking Socrates drinking the hemlock there. You're a makeupless yeah. clown. Learn to juggle, uh -huh. you fucking hacks. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, they've definitely it's... they've definitely <clears throat> swallowed their own bullshit. Or like yeah. people yeah. like suck you know, talking about them like they're, you know, modern jesters speaking truth to power, but they you right. know, they whatever. Yeah, exactly. You bought your own hype. Yeah, yeah, it, and it's and and I I it's weird that you like I say it's weird that you get to that place because it was definitely born out of the same sort of rock and roll '60s kind of attitude of yeah we're too like you know I think too many comedians see themselves as you know rock and rollers who can't sing basically <laughs> like that's the, that's basically what they're doing it's the same thing we're getting up on stage in front of a microphone and we're you know tearing down the norms of society man and you know it's the same it's the rock and roll attitude basically except you don't you you make people laugh ideally uh but you you know you you're not as overtly talented in that regard um, but these and... these fuckers, just because they share a career with Lenny Bruce and George Carlin, think they are as insightful or as brave and important there. Yeah, yeah. 
It's and you know it's like it's, no, you're it's likely funny. not Lenny Bruce. You're likely fucking Carrot Top. <laughs> See now, Carrot Top looks better these days, doesn't he? People used to make fun of Carrot Top and what a hack he was. It's like I'll take Carrot Top now over you know Louis C.K. and all these other people. Yeah, again, um, I more respect for clowns yeah. for you know knowing they're Rock fucking clowns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyway, going back to the Twitch stream that uh, oh. happened, uh, what's crazy about this is that he got, like, uh, well, most famously, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez uh, to appear on it. He got Chelsea Manning. Apparently, uh, Cher was not on the stream, but she tweeted about it, I yeah, think. Got, yeah, she got shaded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. So it just, it got a, and the part that I blew my mind is he did it for 57 hours straight with no sleep. No, no, he did, he did sleep for periods. Oh, he did. Yeah. Okay. No, he would have died. I was like, how is he not dead? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, technically people might be able to do that, but it was just him, right? No, no, no. Trading him off. No, no, no. He had, he had guests. Just him. Uh, It was, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, when he went to sleep, he put up a skeleton on the screen and, um, so the, okay. the group we were talking while he was gone was called the Skeleton Crew. There were all these crews that built up over the course of the stream. Oh, okay. Sort of they, like, you could that... hear them talk? Like they, or was it just chat? It was, no, uh, people talking. Because there were call-in talk, people okay. talking. He it... was the only one playing, but... It's yeah, very... Yeah. Okay. Okay, here's a weird thought I had. It's really strange looking back at like what was predicted for it, almost the sci-fi interpretation and the reality, because this is kind of the actualization of like the Truman Show idea, only <laughs> it's turned out yeah. far less sinister. Yeah, it's been a positive version, basically. I mean, controlling your own stream is going to make a bigger difference yeah. than that. Yeah, but... Yeah, people have control over their own stream. Yeah. So that and and I mean, this guy is now presumably he's not streaming right now. He's not constantly streaming around the clock. I don't know. He may uh, still be trying to beat that stupid Beaver mini game. Beaver no, no, no. Mother. He, um, he. I was there when he beat the first time it because it's apparently appears three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he spent five hours trying to beat it the first time, and I was there when he beat it. It was very. <laughs> gratifying to watch even though i you know it's just hurting some blue beavers into a hole yeah maybe no maybe oh he actually got some uh, professional or semi you know whatever um right people who (laughs) speedrunners who do just donkey kong 64 didn't he get the creator of the game or the creator of donkey kong to appear oh that's right he got the voice of donkey uh... yeah the guy does the music uh did the music for it uh who also voiced donkey kong because apparently nobody else wanted to do it, uh, he appeared on and said uh, trans rights in Donkey Kong's voice. But now I have to say, maybe I'm an old, but I don't really see the appeal of just watching someone else play video games for that long. Well, there's I talking, mean, it, and he's I, a funny guy, so it's like... Yeah, yeah sure. No, I, I mean, it's it's basically a, it's a gimmick and whatever. That's fine. In um, this particular case, absolutely. Yeah, he absolutely. does um, YouTube videos <laughs> on politics and things, so... Yeah. Right, right. No, there are a lot of situations in which, sure, I just listen to someone talk or whatever, but the general trend of, I'm going to play a video game, watch me play it, I don't really get why that's appealing to people. I can, obviously, I mean, it used to be you'd listen to, like, radio DJs and they'd just be blathering about nothing or whatever, and it was based on whether you found them entertaining or not. Presumably, like, people listening to this podcast, haha. But, um, yeah, no, I, I don't, specifically, oh, I'm going to tune in or watch a YouTube video of someone playing a video game. 
I don't really see the appeal personally. Of course, I'm not a gamer at all, so. Well, but, me neither. But uh, I'm. I knew nothing yeah. about any of this. But uh, um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's the personalities of the people involved, I guess. And he did have a lot uh, of guests on yeah. talking about various issues and things. So. But I've but I've seen some of them, and it is literally just them playing and not oh, yeah, talking yeah. or doing it. Not this guy, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't see that. I don't. I mean, I guess if you're trying to figure out how to beat a game, that could be useful. Um. But just generally, it's like unboxing videos. I don't see the point of that either. But I like. Hey, look! Uh, I opened a box. They uh, got thanks, Graham. Trending worldwide on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. He would. Thanks, Graham. Got th Graham Linehan got thanked for it specifically, and 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 also if you've been to Linehan's <laughs> Twitter feed, everything he posts, people are posting Donkey Kong gifts in response yeah. to everything. <laughs> So that's now the the instant. It's like uh, if Richard Spencer posts something, you put up a video of him being punched. So if Graham Ledhead posts something, you put up a Donkey Kong gif. <laughs> <laughs> and it's he's trying very hard not to be mad online too. He's doing a very like, well, I'm not mad. I'm going to tweet about more stuff about how I hate trans people apparently, or how trans people are all sinister and I don't really hate yeah. trans people, but here's a bunch of anti-trans propaganda. Anyway. Yeah, apparently uh, he tweeted about something else. Um, just one tweet, and <gasps> somebody point. I, I don't read his feed, but um, somebody yeah. pointed that out and said it was really surreal seeing him that he has other interests besides <laughs> hating trans people. Yep. Now, it seems yeah. like anti-trans things is on the rise in England. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, um, uh, Robert Webb from Mitchell and Webb, the comedy duo, has yeah. uh, come yeah. out uh, about this same charity, and he's sort of, you know, not quite as virulently, you know, bigoted, yeah. but still bigoted. Um, yeah. And he's sort of, yeah, you know, he just phrases it like, "I'm just questioning," you know, what's going on. Yeah. But it's it's well, it's the same. It's really sad yeah. because I really liked that show, so. Yeah. yeah. He was, that's a case of, I mean, I would have said, maybe I would have said the same about Linehan, and that's obviously not been true, but he kind of seems like he just doesn't know anything, and he got sort of suckered in by the really hateful transphobes, and they kind of drew him in, and he kind of started out as, well, I don't get this trans thing, and instead of talking to people who were, you know, thoughtful about it, and people who could have a you know, something interesting to say, uh, they, he started falling in with transphobes who were trying to tell him, oh, it's about, you know, f men trying to steal women's spaces and all this kind of crap that they talk about, which it's just how they convince themselves that, you know, being transphobic is actually being feminist. Like, that's their whole... Uh, oh, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's definitely their... Graham Linehan's whole shtick. Yeah, I'm feminist, and that's why I hate trans people, which, you know... And, of course... Dozens and dozens and dozens of feminists come in and go, well, I'm feminist. I don't hate trans people. Trans people are valid. And he just doesn't respond to that. Well, no, uh, yeah. somebody found a tweet where he did respond to one of these people. And he <laughs> said, I only support women who support other women. <laughs> what, whatever, he's, dude. Yeah, he's he, like, it's it's clearly, you can see he knows he's, 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 he's over. He's like Wile E. Coyote. He's too far over the cliff. He can't look down now. You know, like it's that yeah. you can tell that's his th thought process through all this. Anyway. Oh, uh, back to but the he's... stream. They, they had an NFL player on. Jeez. Um, who's nice. apparently a pro trans, uh, activist. Um, he, 
forget his name. Well, I can't. Yeah, he was a, but he was... it was it was I was uh, I was there for when he came on, and it was really weird. Uh, H bomber guy's English, so he didn't even know what the NFL was. He he was sort of vaguely aware it was a sports organization, but football? You mean the game where you kick a little white black ball <laughs> up and down the field? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But it, it was that fake it's, football. You have it's really surreal how the the level of guests they had on, you know, because some of them yeah. you would expect, yeah. you know, people and I you mean, see Alexander on Twitter Ocasio and stuff. But... Yeah, sorry. Go I on. mean, Alexander Ocasio Cortez yep. appearing is pretty insane. Did you see that, Phil? Did no, you, I wasn't there for that. Uh, it's probably yeah. going to be posted somewhere. Uh, yeah, I, I was there for a bit of Chelsea that. Manning probably... being on. Still good that a lot of money was raised for. Yeah. Good call. And just there. in general. Oh yeah. Uh, I so guess worth pointing out. I haven't seen anything from this person. Like, you s I don't know what their politics are or anything. Oh, he's he's left wing. He's very. Yeah, I heard some people say, "Oh, he's done shitty stuff." It said, "I don't know anything about this at this point. I'm just I... uh, giving kudos to a very well accomplished charity drive." Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yes. And just the general support, so that's this, nice. Yes, this, is a, this was a good thing. And seemed exactly. to come from a good place of spite against the Father Ted guy. <laughs> well, uh, he yes, said he was, he was planning on doing this for some... But he, he hadn't picked a charity yet. And he, when the mermaids thing happened, he's, he said, yeah, this is it. And he, yeah. But he wasn't expecting it to take <laughs> yeah. off as much as it did, so... It was sort right. of a surprise for everybody involved. But the, the, I think it was the response to everyone seeing how over the top Graham Linehan had gotten. And <laughs> ironically, I don't think it's unfair to say that Graham Linehan, thanks Graham, is true because I think he he helped it become a huge thing. And people were saying that, like, if he hadn't made such a huge deal about it, <laughs> then the pushback this... wouldn't have been that huge, and it wouldn't have become this huge uh, thing. This seems to be kind of a reoccurring trend for like really bigoted people against uh queer issues or lgbtq mm -hmm. uh q quilt stuff is that they get a lot of the they throw a lot of red meat to the mob there but they do wind up seemingly triggering like a strong yeah a uh, kickback too yeah I think in general, yeah. Because I'm, I'm also with... thinking of a comparison of what's her face, the orange juice lady who got hit in the face with the pie, and her stuff, like oh, her campaign, Bryant. yeah, and her campaign and everything was like one of the things that put Harvey Milk into politics, and all that oh, in okay. response to her. So it's like, <sighs> yeah. The... There, there's definitely, in general, I'd I say, think not even... it helps, I guess, to see these people, like, saying this stuff and just looking and getting the thing. It's like, wow, these people really are just assholes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's, it, it, that's, people, it makes, it's happening, it just happened over the weekend with, you know, the, it's a little depressing, but the, these MAGA kids from Covington uh, Catholic High School, but, like, that being out in everyone's face... Uh, really prompted a lot of pushback, and somebody pointed out, like uh, Nathan Phillips, who's the uh, the uh, the activist who was in the video. Uh, you know that actually drew all this attention to Native rights and made people yeah. go, "Whoa, wait a minute, what's going on?" And just you know the idea that there's a Catholic school where they were clearly sanctioned heavily by, you know, the the faculty and the and the teachers and the parents uh, of this high school to go do this, uh, you know, hateful 
marching at this at this rally and like but just uh, clearly a lot of you'd think people would realize how to control things are at this point but people just went wow there's a whole school full of kids being like indoctrinated by their teachers and parents and i think that you know again it, it's horrible that it happened and you know i'm not going to be like oh it's a good thing that happened because it'll but, but i mean i think that you, you keep seeing more and more of a pushback you know with elections and uh, all the stuff that's happening so i i, I you know not to yeah be there was too, there were know, a lot of uh, trans people but... in particular about this stream saying that it's it was uh, refreshing to have like good news after right. all the stuff that's yeah, been happening exactly. and you know today mm -hmm. with the just uh, yeah, the supreme court. Uh, yeah the supreme court ruling that uh, they get kicked out of the military now i think that was it well yeah. they denied the stay of the ruling while it goes through the courts okay well right. it's, it's so it's a that, big mess yeah that's the yeah. gist of it so typically the logic would be there that for such a thing it's going through the courts it's contested you would want to stay that because right. if it's shot down, there you go. No harm done. If it isn't shot down, okay, you can implement it now. By denying right. the stay, it's like, okay, they're going to start kicking out people. What do you do if yeah. it's shot down by the court then? Do, yeah, how exactly. do you go about reinstating these people? How, restoring their rank? Reprocessing them back right. into the military? Is there Are they owed lost wages? That mm -hmm. sort of thing mm -hmm. that why this is such a baffling legal decision well, that can only be motivated by hateful thing because the actual conservative prudent notion in such a case is to just grant the stay right yeah exactly and it's and uh, yeah it's it's very much yeah exactly soft but yeah it's it's one of these things where several layers deep into all the legal version of what's happening because it's as you say they put a they put a hold on the stay of you know blah 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 so it's not necessarily oh you know we lost it's just not good news. i mean it's a loss people are gonna fucking lose their jobs over yeah. it yeah yeah it's not good anyway depressing yeah but well, uh, like i said this people, is sort we of... support you on this show for what it's worth yes there you go uh... you are valid but uh, I, it just, uh, the, what I was getting at was this stream sort of is is at least uh, the the overwhelming outpouring of support seems like it um, yeah. was um, yeah. just some light in the darkness, I suppose. Yes. Yes. It's good to yeah, see it was, that. It's you know it's the, and you know what you you know what's funny and that it's it's sort of tied into this. I always say never underestimate the power of people wanting to just you know push back like i say like it's one thing to inspire people with like happiness and optimism it's another thing to be just like look at those assholes over there let's get them you know what i mean mm -hmm. that can actually be a positive motivating force and that's kind of what it is i mean people got excited about the the the, the stream and and it, it was fun in and of itself as well but i mean just the fact that it was a pushback and that it was people going haha let's dunk on graham linehan basically was what motivated it and yet it turned into this very good thing you know so there you go Anyway, shall we talk about uh, something else here, or is yes? That so, um, yeah, okay. Well, can we talk about this tweet about New Yorkers are getting a? Yeah, that's what delay? I was gonna say. Let you know. Let's keep it running with the homophobia, anti queer stuff. With <clears throat> New Yorkers well, are getting a five story Chick Fil A that pays homage to nine eleven. Yeah, and 
what's really bizarre about this is there's no li do you had did you find the actual article i'm because actually typing that in because this is a tweet yeah i'm actually put up on tw september the 20th 2017 uh there are no i i found a... it okay all right because this tweet just like yeah i found the article quotes. From it, okay. which is from uh, Grub Street. Okay. By Clint Rainey. Mm -hmm. And the I think the headline sort of fills it in. New Yorkers are getting a five-story Chick-fil-A <laughs> that pays homage to 9-11. So before we read exactly? the story, how do you think that's going to happen? Like, how do you think there that works in the in the... Like, in the middle, is there going to be a giant tower of chicken fingers? Oh, God. They oh, encourage you, were... you to, like, take the bottom, encourage people to take the bottom of it and put it, you know, just to nibble on it until they collapse in on themselves, perfectly recreating the collapse of the towers? It... Jesus. It... Do you, do you, How? Are they towers? Like, How does a fast food sauce company that do that? Into, like, at, like a plane? Just I don't... what oh possible God, way okay. could you pay homage to 9-11? And why would you? And how would you is, the, is my question. So does the how article answer this at all? Yeah, that's what I'd like to know. Is it, yeah. How is it an homage to 9-11? So they're taking over the whole building at... 144 Fulton Street, one block from Grand Zero. Okay. They are boasting that this will have signature features never seen before at a Chick-fil-A. Two-story wall of windows and a three-level dining area. Okay. Oh, here it is. I, I scrolled to the bottom, but... Uh... Uh, outfitting the restaurant's facade with elements that give a subtle impression of the Twin Towers, one on each side of the restaurant. <laughs> what? Honoring renewal after okay. tragedy. Uh, Jeff Why? Field sandwiches. Yeah, it's, well, it's because the owners of Chick-fil-A are these, like, hardcore conservatives, obviously. It's, yeah, no, it's another... no, but that's, like, yeah, okay, so it's like, I knew people whose family died in 9-11 there because of where I live or where people work there, but even if that was like, yeah, 9-11 was this huge tragic thing, profoundly impacted my life, I, as somebody who owns a clown supply and novelty toy shop, am not going to go, my new location will honor the brave people who died in 9-11! And then just like... Oh. Start remember, selling uh, whoopee cushions. I remember just uh, emblazoned with "Never forget." Phil, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. I remember a few years ago there was uh, uh, an uproar among conservative circles that uh, Google didn't have a Google Doodle for 9/11. So somebody did a mock-up oh where the L was the twin towers and God, yeah. like as a well, joke. But yeah, I mean, that, that's but basically that, well, that's what they were what, asking is... for. This seems to be the architectural version of all those, you know, every time, for a while there, every time 9-11 rolled, rolled around, you'd get a bunch of brands tweeting inappropriate things about 9-11. Like, never forget M&Ms, you know, like that kind of stuff. And it was just tacky as hell. So this is literally just a physical version of that, basically, as far as I can tell. And, and they always joke about how many, like, 
media interns lose their job on 9-11, basically, because they're tweeting about this stuff. <laughs> and this is going to, but this was apparently endorsed at the top level uh, for, how, for how to do it. So there you go. I, I just can't understand. How could you think... Yes, it's Chick-fil-A. Presumably the people at the top level are very conservative, so, you know, they presumably value 9-11 as a cultural event there. Why would you do this? I I cannot... (laughs) It's not how tacky it is, it's who's doing it, basically. I I guess! It's okay if we do it. Google Doodle is inappropriate and bad and mocking, whereas... You know, remember when you weren't allowed to mock 9-11 at all? You weren't allowed to say anything, even slightly? I can't think of anything more of a joke about 9-11 than here is our three-story tall fast food (laughs) restaurant to honor the victims of (laughs) 9-11. Five stories, my dear. Sorry, five stories. (laughs) Well, that makes it okay. Yeah, like, I couldn't comprehend it, one of my thoughts. It was like, oh, are they going to have, like, Steve Buscemi do the ribbon-cutting ceremony to honor 9-11? No, this is just crazy that somehow we built this to honor people who died at 9-11. Uh-huh. Try our Ground Zero special. What is wrong with you? <laughs> our Ground Chuck with, yeah, oh my god, yeah. Ground Chuck Zero. Ugh. Yeah, it... <laughs> don't know it's cashing in on 9-11 and our spicy is, chicken like... can melt steel beams <laughs> i think you broke adam inappropriate <laughs> try our a value menu that will live on in infamy I'm trying to think of, like, the version of, like, you know how, like, McDonald's Play Place has a place where you can sit on a bench oh, next God. to uh, Ronald McDonald <laughs> to get your picture taken? It's that, but it's Jeez. a ceramic George W. Bush in front of the Mission yeah. Accomplished banner. Right. Yeah. Osama Bin Laden sitting on the couch next to you. Oh, he's hey, the hamburger. Oh, by the way, Osama this is a great... Be part of SEAL Team 6. Yeah. God, this is a great slip. Or, like, yeah. truthful slip in the writing. The space will definitely make full exploitative use of its prime location, Chick-fil-A <laughs> says. It wanted to pay respectfully pay homage to significance of just being... I remember when people lost their fucking mind at the idea that they that they were mm-hmm. building an Islamic community center yeah, within yeah, bus yeah. distance... To 9 yeah, 11, exactly. and now, yeah, let's all sell our fucking chicken there. Yeah, exactly. Well, they probably say, well, this is us pushing back against those Muslims who are trying to build a victory monument to 9 11, blah, blah, blah. By the way, to be fair, the exploitative use is the writer yes, of the article but who was clearly. <laughs> I, I can't a think of a yeah. more subtly truthful comment. Yeah. Who would. I, Although, I since we got I'm this t- initially from a. <clears throat> tweet there i have to give props to twitter user pope of chili town for summarizing the article of just finally the victims can be at peace and their families can have some measure of closure (laughs) yep it's i i've never had chick-fil-a i'm told it's delicious Eh, Um, it's i am i mean it's not bad (laughs) It's not yeah. at the level people go fucking crazy for because mm. it, it's it's like chicken and waffle fries. Do we yeah. have it in Canada? We didn't. We 
We don't. It's op- It's coming to Canada this year, apparently, or at least to Toronto. It wasn't in Toronto until recently. Um, I was. I was. I was all on my high horse because we didn't have chick-fil-a or papa john's except we turns out we do have papa john's but i have never eaten there i've never seen one as a as a yeah neither have i it's they're there somewhere tucked away in toronto but (laughs) we we haven't had them and here's the thing i am of the theory that uh canadian fast food is better than american fast food i you know i i have a limited sample size but every time i've eaten fast food in the u.s it's at a lower and I think it's literally like the bar, like the FDA or whatever the Canadian equivalent bar is higher. Like you have to have a higher level of ingredients and stuff in Canada where, that you do in the U.S. That's not to say there aren't a lot of great restaurants in the U.S., po- quite possibly better than us. But the fast food, the kind of thing you can just buy quickly, uh, they probably have lower standards for like freshness and stuff like that. Because I'll eat the same exact location if I'm in the U.S. and it'll just be nowhere near as good <laughs> as if I'm eating it in Canada. So I think because... Because of that, there's like that that Chick Fil A. That might be why people like Chick Fil A. Maybe it's one of the better, you know, fast food joints. But we have like quite a few places where you can get pretty good chicken. I think so. I feel like that might be why we've never gone in for it. Anyway, but it is uh, it is out there. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Let's do the next one. Uh, thing. Let's do your finale. We're kind of yeah. Let's we're, we've done it for a while. Let's so. go to the damn finale. <clears throat> This is from Gizmodo, written by Ryan F. Mandelbaum, under the Mandelbaum. segment of health. <clears throat> oh, this one. Yeah. Man injects okay. 18 doses of semen into arm to cure back pain. Ends up in hospital. New case That's study. Just... Irish doctors report the baffling case of a 33-year-old man who injected his own semus intravenously for a year and a for half. A year and a half. A self-developed oh cure intended to treat his chronic back pain. It does not appear to have worked. <laughs> <laughs> I love the wording on that. It does not appear to have worked. He injected semen say. into his arm every month for 18 months. He finally sought medical attention, but not for his arm. Not the patient instead arm. complained of severe and sudden onset lower back pain, having lifted a steel object three days beforehand. During this checkup, the doctor found a patch of red swelling on his right upper forearm. Oh my god, oh there's god. a picture, and it's horrible, and I want to die. After which the man <laughs> admitted he'd been injecting himself using a hypodermic needle he purchased online. Well, you, you know, you'd think, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Wait. that maybe wouldn't be too bad because it is coming out of your own body. What are these least? lines on him? Are these veins popping out? I don't know. No, it Whatever it is, it's not healthy. For no, the thing, that... the whole arm is red and swollen. It yeah. looks awful. Yeah. Incidentally, the case study was written up in the Irish Medical Journal under the title Seemingly <laughs> Harmless Back Pain, um, an unusual presentation of subcutaneous abscess. The swollen region grew and hardened around his arm hardened. where he'd injected the semen. An x-ray revealed an area uh, of trapped air beneath the man's skin. Oh, God. Right, because it would get hard sticky. Oh After the patient's back pain improved, he discharged himself. Please oh, do God. not use that phrasing. 
Doctors performed a search and could not find a single instance of seminal injection for back pain in medical history until that this point. Did it? So they never actually asked him what the hell he was thinking? Did, there's no quotes on this at all? <laughs> it's dangerous. The, the authors offered a warning. It's dangerous for the untrained to perform intravenous injections on themselves. Especially when they're injecting things that aren't supposed to be injected into veins. Like semen. Like, I don't Why would get you it. think it... that would work? Yeah. It's not even like a homeopathic Very... thing. Like, what does that have to do with? Is it like no? Like that that's the thing. There, so I, there's not even that... any like folk remedies or any previous existing yeah. quackery for why did you think this would work? Did he? It, it, I, the nearest I can guess is going back to some and why alchemy why level not his back. Yes, thank you. That too. <laughs> exactly. Every bit of, it's like, this is a stupid idea. Also, you did it really dumbly, even accepting your premise. You're dumb for doing this, and you did it in the dumbest way possible. It's, yeah. The nearest I can guess with the thought is some sort of alchemy stuff where it's like, okay, vital energy, we're going to take the life-giving sperm and inject it back into me to help heal there. But even then, that raises the question, why was it put in the damn arm? There's... Oh my god. I mean, it is easier to inject yourself in the arm than to inject yourself in the back. Yeah, you know what's even easier, Adam? It is easier, Adam. You know what's even easier? Not injecting semen into your arm. That's easier than injecting semen into your arm. Which is easier than injecting semen into your back. And it says doses. Like, what is that? How do you measure that? Yeah, what? Was he collecting it for long periods? and? God! Who was keeping it in the fridge? Do not eat it out of that guy's fridge. <laughs> do not do anything near this person. No. If this is how they handle back pain, does it... how does he solve his other problems? Oh my god. How is this person alive? Eating his own kidneys will cure his gout. Well, my car won't start, so I duct taped a potato to my cat. <laughs> Oh, damn, my toilet is clogged. Better set the couch on fire. <laughs> it says this guy's Causation Irish. does not equal correlation. Yeah. Yes. This is in Ireland. Oh, well, so that explains it. As clearly. was yes. uh, Graham yeah. Linehan, he's also Florida, Irish, so strangely. the theme of this episode is stupid Irish people. Yeah. Wow. An alternative title for this article could have been, Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are coming. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's the title of the episode now, this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't get. I can't even like come up with a good answer because I thought no, I had. Well, it's okay. like, oh, this must be why he thought it. But then Phil pointed out, well, why wasn't it ejected in the back? And then it's like, that's a good question. That's a okay, damn good a question. Link. There is a link uh, down at the bottom, uh, it, the last couple paragraphs, uh, talking about Aaron Treywick, the disease to biohacker. So that may be a clue. It sounds like biohacking is a thing. People who believe they can just no no convince themselves like on bacteria or something no no they injected them he injected himself with an untested drug this was at least okay. something that somebody said hey this could treat something 
He was incredibly uh, he was incredibly stupid for a number of reasons, which I'll get into. This is somebody who's apparently took his own jizz and said, I bet this will fix my back pain. I have nothing to go on for this, but you know, let's just go ahead. Maybe Because nothing ventured never gained. <laughs> Oh a, 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 a ship in harbor safe, but that's not what ships are for. They're for injecting semen. Semen. <laughs> the ship is the semen going out oh, into God. the giant yeah. pool that is the sea that is his arm. Uh, is... I, I almost feel like this guy read about like biohacking. Uh, is this, and this guy is named? Like, like another... is he famous now? No, they very no because the Irish medical journal was far more generous than I would be. <laughs> Yes, it sounds like there's actually They a protected this person's uh, medical privacy as required by law, rather than, as I would, weigh the moral good of warning everyone else that this crazy person <laughs> was out in their community. <laughs> Do a, not trust this person with handling food or possibly <laughs> anything involving heavy machinery. Or touching anything or going out of his house at any point. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's it, they keep calling it baffling, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's baffling, all right. I can't, I can't figure out what this guy was thinking. Oh my god. Anyway, at least, yeah, I, I oh, you know, you do kind of think this guy might be mentally ill or something a little bit. I mean, it's it it may go beyond. He's a Florida man, but who knows these days. Oh, uh, also, I wanted to say, Aaron uh, Trawick, he injected unregulated herpes treatment in front of himself. Stupid for a number of reasons. One, do not inject yourself with untested drugs. Yes. That, I shouldn't have to tell you why that's stupid. No. Two, there's no good reason for fucking treating herpes. Unless you have an out- uh, currently have an outbreak and are treating uh, symptoms such as painful sores... Night, like ninety percent upwards of the human population has herpes. It's an endemic, largely benign, largely non-presenting infection that literally nearly everybody contracts and carries throughout their life. Really? Yes. Okay. The is that? Oh, is that? Um... Uh, like uh, when you have chicken pox, that's basically herpes, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, no, uh, I think it's related there, but no, everybody simply gets it. Like actual herpes, what they talk about. Cold sores are herpes, even like some degree, like passed on sexually, passed on through casual contact. It doesn't matter. You somehow have herpes. You are a carrier for it. It is endemic in your natural, in the environment of your body. The only reason why it is seen as a horrible disease is because of a marketing campaign in the 80s to get people to buy anti-herpes drugs. Specifically, making people get really worried that they were contracting herpes and then selling them drugs for it. Really? Yeah, Yeah. When you get STD tested... They do not test for herpes because, one, it would be a waste of time because the answer is statistically yes. Two, it is considered medically unethical unless asked specifically to tell a patient that they have herpes because the psychological impact is far 
greater than the actual illness, which is largely benign. Huh. You create huh. more harm by telling somebody they have herpes due to stigma and shame than them actually having herpes. Because most wow. people are non-presenting throughout their entire life. Wow, that's really interesting. Is there more like a, a more severe version of it or something? Or it, like, Some people get more just... severe, get like the genital outbreaks and that, but that'll clear up and on its own. Huh. You can take medicine wow. if it is painful and everything, but no, it'll clear up on its own. You're fine. Huh. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. That's really interesting. Well, so most definitely That's... do not risk unregulated treatment for something that is basically just part of the natural body flora. Well, I gotta say thanks, Ing, because I right after this podcast, I was going to inject myself with untested herpes drugs, but you have convinced me not to do that. Thank you for your, uh, your wisdom and your knowledge of biology. God. Also, this picture of this guy, why is he on stage not wearing pants? What? Yeah, click through for this startup wants to oh, the... people to inject themselves with untested drugs. This biohacker, he is on stage wearing a suit jacket, tie, and shirt, but no pants. Uh, okay. Well, that's where you inject yourself, I suppose, in the butt. Gene therapy. God, this person is a fucking idiot. Oh, he's dead, apparently. Well, they're dead. Yeah. So, <laughs> that would, uh, biohacker, my god. Worse than life hacker. That uh, reminds me of, uh, I just saw, um, uh, Kung Fury and they hack through time with computers. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, the, that's the bit of Kung Fury I think is extremely funny, where they get the hacker to hack time so he can go back in time. He also <laughs> cures his bullet just, wounds by hacking ha them, so... Yeah, right. You can hack everything. Hack the that's world. That's actually a very good joke. Exactly. Hack the planet. You know, to be fair, that's from the movie The Core. And to be fair, in the actual movie, they in the trailers, they made it seem like, yeah, they want me to hack into the Earth's core or whatever. That's not really what they talk about in the movie. Like, it's actually quite different. Didn't uh, movie, John, Ro John Rogers co-write that? I mentioned him earlier. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he apparently, and he's a, he's a physicist. Yeah. And he he literally said, I, I think I don't think he actually trash talked it, but you could tell he was like, yeah, they didn't really listen to what I said about what they should do with that movie, essentially. But apparently, he was the one who uh, um, wrote the word uh, unobtainium in the script, and then right. as, as a joke, you know, like uh -huh. as a well, joke it's, for it's the a... movie because that's a common sci-fi term or a right. term in actual science in science as yeah. well. And uh, it, of course, they use that. It's kind in of a joke thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the idea of, isn't it? If we, you know, oh well, if we had an element that could accomplish this, we could use it, and uh, that would be unobtainium. Like, yeah, like it, the, sometimes the theoretical... in like in like a physics problem or that, it's almost like a Maxwell's demon thing. For if you right. had something that, like, okay, if you had a material that perfectly could withstand against this, basically, so we can ignore all other outside concerns for the physics problem what would happen right exactly and then the joke so it's, it's a... joke is that this impossible material is unobtainium or sometimes right. nonsensium right <laughs> so there you go so J james cameron already made unobtainium the thing so now we're we're waiting for the big nonce they must have changed their name now but it's like uh it's like how screenplays are always written by alan smithy or <laughs> 
forgot. It's getting a bit late. Yeah, anyway. I, I think we uh, petered out. Edit out this bit and just end with us. Just do a fade out of us baffled about semen. <laughs> We've all been baffled about semen for much of our lives. Semen, what is it? How do you use it? In this five-part series, we'll be looking at what semen can Semen do does you. not go in your arm. Oh, they could have also titled this article, Man Literally Fucks Himself. <laughs> <laughs> Surgically fucks himself. Anyway. All right, folks. I think uh, I hear the barking dogs of doom are at the door. Yeah, the dogs I gotta of doom go. are howling low. Uh, so we gotta head out for the night. Uh, thanks to uh, Phil for stepping in and being our co-host uh, this week. My pleasure. Um, as always, thank you. Uh, as always, you can check out my podcast with Phil. My other podcast, What Mad Universe, uh, which is at uh, NeverSleepsNetwork.com or slash series slash what dash mad dash universe. Uh, Ing has a new uh, comic. Matt Ng, you want to tell us about uh, your Yes, it's at whatisbrandecho.com. It's written by Charlotte Finn, and I do the art, and hopefully people will like it. I find it's very it, good. It is very pretty. It is a very pretty comic with a very, very detailed art. Which is yeah, that second page delivers, is stunning. So. Was it the second page? So, yeah. Oh, the third yeah, page, something yeah, like the that. The one with it's, the big yeah. splash. Oh, thank you. you know, with all the... Say, uh, yeah. It's really good. Anyway, check it out. It's just getting started, so get in on the ground floor of What is Brand Echo. Uh, so, good night from all of us, and uh, please, uh, if, if do not inject yourself with anything that you don't understand, uh, and uh, do not build, but feel free to build a, a five-story tribute to uh, whatever you feel uh, is worth uh, is worth uh, homaging. And uh, I, I would ask uh, Ing to wrap us out, but I think we've all had enough of that. Oh, no, right, so I I'm just did not say... write any other lyrics. <laughs> you can't and freestyle so about say, Donkey well, Kong. Yeah, and, well, my name is Adam, and I'm here to say it's time to go home, so... In a major way. That's the day. Let's call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, good night, everyone. We promise and, we will uh, never do that again. We will not do the rap. We're partly some loading and loading. Alright, have a good night everyone. Take care. Alright. Good night. Bye.